Welcome back to Battle Prowess and Political Savvy of Antiquity. I am Grant. Today's episode is a uh, sorry, is season one finale, round one point six. Uh, today's episode is basically just another um finale episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you get the idea, I guess, by now. Uh, but this one is on Antiochus II and Antiochus the Thirteen. Uh, overall, mm, I, I guess Antiochus II was okay, but Antiochus the Thirteenth, oh my gosh. Like, he literally did nothing but run around the entire time, like, escaping and then coming back. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, let's begin the episode by recover by recapping their reign. Antiochus II, uh, he started off with the chaos after his dad died, because basically, like, the empire is starting to fall apart a little bit at the edges, with Pergamon taking some territory, uh, the, the Galatians resettled, and overall, oh, and the Ptolemies at war. So, overall, he did okay. He beat off the, the Ptolemies and won some battles, but he didn't really take much territory. Uh, and then he divorced his wife, married a Ptolemaic princess. His wife killed him and then declared his son emperor, which caused, like, a miniature civil war. Well, not really a civil war. It was more of just the Ptolemies attacking and Tychus Hyrax and then saying, uh-oh, I can do a better job. Declaring himself emperor, so Lucas trying to fight him, then failing, and then going to try to resecure the empire, and also failing. Yeah, so Lucas Colonicus for you, failing. Um, so overall, not really ba- that bad, I guess. I don't know why I rated him so highly, because considering, like, I feel like some of the rulers, I, I, as I got on, I got a little harsher, but uh, I, I did lower his score. And uh, anyway, when I was doing the rankings of score. Uh, Antiochus the thirteenth. His dad, uh, his dad, Antiochus, his dad was Antiochus the tenth, but Antiochus the tenth um, met his end shortly thereafter. And uh, the brothers, the sons of Antiochus the eighth, his um, his grandfather and dad's rival, took over. Uh, but then they slowly started killing each other. And so basically, the last one, Philip, died off and he was declared king. However, the Syrians, who weren't fully Seleucid yet, I guess. I mean, like, most of the Greeks lived in the cities of the Orontes Valley. They still were very much a native population, just like Persia, Babylonia, Media, and all the other Seleucid regions were. They basically kept their old identities. Um... They did not like him. they did not like the fact that they had another basically child ruler, so they kicked him out and invited Tigranes of Armenia in. So Tigranes was now in charge, and Antiochus fled. We don't really hear from him for a while, but we know uh, a relative of his named Seleucus the Seventh was declared emperor, but nah, he he was not emperor for all intensive purposes anyway. Uh, then. He came back after Tigranes died, but then he uh, was like kind of deposed in a feud with his uh, with his cousin uh, Philip II, son of Philip I, the previous king. Uh, but then, uh, but then he came back after Philip was uh, deposed by deposed or was it killed? I forgot by Alice Gabinus, the governor. But then Pompey the Great uh, just had enough of the Seleucids, and he just ended them. Yeah, he was the last king, by the way, if you're wondering. Um, okay, now I'm grabbing my coin to flip. I think I'm gonna... I, I definitely am gonna give the weight with Antiochus II. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Oh. 
Okay, uh, let's begin the battle. This one, they're both not really special, so I'm just gonna give them the normal. Sorry, I'm just gonna give them the normal setup, um, which is 20,000 phalangites, 2,000 skirmishers, 20 war elephants, and 3,000 cavalry. I have to cover every episode. Okay, so the battle begins. Antiochus moves up his phalangites. Uh, Antiochus the second, I mean, moves up his phalangites. However, they initially are unsuccessful in their attack. How, uh, but on the, on the flanks, the skirmishes break off, Te uh, technically indecisive for both sides. However, strategically, Antiochus XIII took out more of Antiochus II's men. Then the, uh, the Antiochus II charge in, charges in his elephants, which easily destroy Antiochus XIII's elephants. Then the battle starts to go one-sided, with Antiochus XIII's phalangites cracking through Antiochus II's. Yeah, you probably thought that Antiochus II would win. No, he doesn't. I know. I'm very shocked. Um, then the cavalry engagement began. However, Antiochus II uh, was easily destroyed by Antiochus the Thirteenth. His cavalry and uh, his cavalry then flanked the uh, the Antiochus the Secondish Phalangites, and Antiochus the Second's battle basically broke up. However, his skirmishers and his elephants push up uh, were all that remained. But they decided to surrender. Anyway, overall casualties for deaths was 4,000 for Antiochus II and 2,000 for Antiochus XIII. So it was very much a Pyrrhic victory in the sense that it wasn't like a huge rout. Um, okay, well, yeah, Antiochus XIII wins. I did not expect that, but he did. Oh, wow. Congratulations, Antiochus XIII. Uh, and as always, thank you for listening. I hope you'll join me in, in my next episode. Bye, guys.